0: I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will they won't they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Ninja Moonshine, Middle of the Road, podcast meeting
2: in the middle it is time for the moonshine jones and ninja middle of the road we find topics that's big right now we're two guys that see things from different perspectives but at the end of the day hopefully we'll find some middle of the road and we will continue to use middle of the road until we are sued and uh (laughs) How you doing, Ninja? I'm doing great. It feels um... like we've done this before. This is our uh, this is our second take. It was getting a little. We kind of got around uh, some different things. We 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 talked a little bit about Trump, and then we got a little in the middle of the road, <laughs> if you will. We got out of the middle of the road. We were we were over there with the tiggers. And the uh and you know what you you love the world that we live in today because somebody would turn this on right now wait put that back did he say he said something with guards in it? I know it was a racist comment. No oh. suggers. Yeah it, is racist against annoying insects. Exactly. Boy, those things are monsters. All right, so let's 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 get into it. We're talking, we were talking about Trump. And where where things stand with that, I I just uh, I don't think that I don't think that people really want to hear something they're going to hear about all the time. I want to I want to kind of get into this. Tell me, I think we've done this before. Tell me what you liked about Trump and I will tell you what I liked about Obama.
1: I mean, I like what Trump did initially with the economy. Like, I think if coronavirus hadn't hit and he hadn't lost his mind, that we would have actually probably had Trump for another four years. Because what he was doing with the economy was really good. He actually, one thing he does know is business. And if he had just learned how to appoint proper people, it would have been much better.
2: What What are some of the things that, that he did that, that you felt... That this current administration, if you want to call them an administration, that is pretty much—I mean—they make, in my opinion, they make the Trump administration look like uh, Thomas Jefferson's administration.
1: Well, here's the problem with the current administration, and it's—it's it's they're getting—they didn't do enough, but they're also getting an unfair rep of what's what's going on because. No matter who was in office after what happened with the coronavirus and the supply issues was going to struggle. I don't care who the president was. Um, inflation was going to be bad. The, the, the problems with the supply um, come from China with the way they kept shutting down. Because like it or not, we still get so much stuff from China. Uh, when they shut down and we stopped getting what we got, that was going to happen. And then what's going on in the Ukraine, with the way that affects gas prices here. Um, is ridiculous, and I don't think actually Biden gets enough credit for the fact that you know the United States is paying the lowest gas gas prices in any country in the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Europe's paying ten dollars a gallon. Like, so, uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's not great, but I don't think any president could have made it. That was gonna was going to have to deal with these things. Um. I think the fact that the Secretary of Transportation decided to take a vacation while this was going on, really bad thing, and he needs to be fired. We need a new one. But I don't think Biden gets enough credit for what he has done, but at the same time, he hasn't done enough. And the he should have told the Fed to do what they did last week way sooner. Uh, I think that would have really slowed down the inflation. Um, and Biden's going to hang on this one. This is going to be why Biden does not hopefully it doesn't even run in 2024 because they could run a bowl of soup against Biden in 2024 and whoever's running against him is going to win.
2: <laughs> and, the, and, and the spoon would win. Yeah,
1: exactly. The bowl of soup would beat Biden in 2024. So um, honestly, and not only has this destroyed Biden's political career, which I mean, he's like 90, who cares? Um, uh, the Biden stank ain't going to wash off Kamala Harris. Either. It's a
2: black march though on the democratic party. It, it is, but you know, the Republican Party is not
1: helping at all, and some stuff they're doing right now. I know why they're doing it, but it makes me disgusted with the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, we're having the supply issues, right? Um, and they're blaming the Democrats. Well, they put forth bills, uh, the, the baby formula bill, um, a bill to hold gas companies responsible for price gouging because one of the reasons gas is so high is price gouging. Um, and the Republicans. As a whole, voted all those down. So, if the Democratic Party is trying to propose bills that are going to help, then don't just vote it down. If you don't like what's in it, help them write one that's better.
2: And I've said it before. I've said it before. Uh, I I am I am middle of the road to conservative to conservative. I in a lot of things, but no, I'm definitely Mitch McConnell. I I, I do not trust at all. I don't, I I just don't, I don't trust many of, in fact, you know, you take a look at like a Trey Gowdy, he's kind of fallen off the map at one time he was supposed to be the rising star in the Republican, um, uh, overall in, in the plan. And he is just, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Uh, the one guy out of, uh, the one guy out of Ohio that seems to be doing all the talking, and then you have DeSantis, which is, and for mine and millions of other Americans, that is going to be the guy we go with for the for the Republican nomination. But
1: well, let me ask you ahead. about something about DeSantis because if you brought up DeSantis, and I, I'm going to bring this up because I think he's a scumbag, and and okay. one reason why, um, what happened with Disney World?
2: Okay,
1: He proposed the bill, um, don't say gay in school, whatever. That's Mm -hmm. fine. He can propose a bill. It passed. He won.
2: Sexuality should not be discussed in school.
1: And I actually agree with that one way or the other. I actually do agree with that. That's that's, that's not the problem. Disney World said they don't like that bill, so they put money into uh, campaigns against it. They're allowed Mm -hmm. to do that. That's allowed.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: No problem. That's two people disagreeing, political. The vote happened. It won.
2: Okay.
1: DeSantis is mad at Disney World because of this. So he repeals their special status. Right. That had been in place for years as punishment for them going against him. I think that is wrong. You can't punish somebody because they put money against you on a political matter. He literally passed a bill to hurt hurt Disney World because they took a political stance against him.
2: Well, listen to this. And we'll we'll get to Obama here in a second because I I do have some good things to say about Barack Obama. I know the world's going (laughs) to... (laughs) <laughs> the this world's head's going to explode over. Yes, for me But uh, I mean, when I'm on CNN right now And I don't know what they're I mean, I i would trust the North Korean Government before I would trust CNN But it, it Starts off with two days ago It says, it's been a very good week for Ron DeSantis Can you imagine <laughs> them doing that with, with Donald Trump When he was president Um, When he had a good week, they actually did I'd have to look. I'd have to see that one. Oh well, with, see, see that they, one.
1: they were specific. Um, it was very specific. They were talking about the economy being good and how he was doing. it. They actually did talk about his good economy.
2: Um, and guess what? With this, with this, with this uh, article and uh, <laughs> this, this little thing on uh, DeSantis. Guess what? They guess who they first started off with in the in in the article? Probably Trump. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. With the stunning two hours of testimony from Hutchinson, oh. a former White House.
1: Oh. Yeah, you want to get into uh, that Did, did you listen to it?
2: No, I haven't listened to it. But let me let me just I just want to go over this for a minute here. Yeah. Um, it says here uh, he's a high rising, uh, popular figure right now in the 2004 or uh, 24. Election And for the uh, for the GOP, um, I mean, this is it's almost a little puzzling. And it says here, um, let's see here. Uh, much of DeSantis rising popularity is due to a, a sort of hybrid Trumpism. Yeah. There you go again. All the war against wokeness without the um, distractions presented by the former president. And as much as people talk about Florida, this and that, the fact that the Cuban people, the Cuban people were the ones voted for, really voted for Trump and South Florida. And again, that was still interesting to me, that for the first time since, what was it? I mean, it was... Almost two decades since Trump, uh, excuse me, the 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 GOP or the the uh, the president uh, nominee did not get elected when when winning Florida and Ohio. And I think there was another state, but that's how much people came out in droves to I mean, they they destroyed Florida trump did yeah. and i i still still can't believe but you go back to and to kind of finish this up with with desantis is that um let's see right now it says recent new hampshire poll pegged desantis at 39 percent to 37 for trump so it's looking like if trump doesn't go down the way of the dodo like you're saying he could because of the real estate yeah. right now they've got DeSantis leading Trump at 39 percent um the guy is just he just speaks for Americans I think he speaks for people that are tired of of having uh, the government tell you what to do and Ronald Reagan said it he said government is not the solution government is the problem
1: Well, and the problem with DeSantis is, though, he could inspire, just like Trump did, a lot of people who normally wouldn't vote to vote, and they're going to vote the other way. Rather than being able to keep the the, the, the election focused on what it needs to be focused on, which is economy, building more infrastructure, things like that. Um, They're going to be focused on the the, the gay bill and the stuff that Clarence Thomas said and what's been going on in the Supreme Court. And DeSantis is going to be a lightning rod for the people who are against those things. And it could literally cause more people to vote against him. So where you would think you could win in a walk, it might actually be closer depending on who the Democrats put up. And
2: I got to I got to tell you, man, I just don't I don't see any way unless they roll out uh, uh, O.J. Simpson or something like that with the GOP that the GOP doesn't win. That's that's how bad this administration is right now.
1: And, And if it's Biden running, I'm with you, but. Let's say, for example, they take and put up somebody just nobody's even expecting, like a Michelle Obama or something like that. Um, the Republicans should still win unless they use DeSantis and they can, the Democratic Party can keep the messaging on the anti-gay stuff. Now, I'm not okay. disagreeing with not teaching gay in school. When they're till a certain age Which I actually understood the law in Florida Once I read it, I kind of agree 3K,
2: kindergarten, first grade, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, no, no,
1: I'm with you, 100%, I agree We're, we're, we're on the same page on that one But okay. that's not how they're going to Represent that bill That's not how it's going to be brought up That's not how it works They're going to point out They're going to point out the other things And, and, and they're like, oh, this, this and, and that's not what it's going to be Because that's how you win political fights You don't tell the truth, you lie um. And that's what's going to happen, and uh, people are going to bring up the Proud Boys and how they support DeSantis, and that's going to look back' because the Proud Boys are not great. Um, they're doing I almost
2: a- join the Proud Boys, and I became I came this close, and then when I found out that they they're not pro United States, they're pro just masculine lifestyle yeah. and across the world and across the board. I was like, no, nah, I'm, I, I just, it didn't feel right.
1: And they're being recognized as a terrorist group by almost every nation, but America at this point, like, cause of the stuff they're doing, like the things they're doing with the drag queens right now is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I totally agree with not forcing the stuff in schools. I got it. You will never get an argument out of me, but if it is a public library event, right, where parents are voluntarily bringing their children in, because that's what mm-hmm. they want to do. And, okay. and it, it, look, it's drag queens reading children's stories dressed up as the characters from the children's stories. It's not like they're whipping out their penis or nothing. I got you. And if the parents choose to come there. That's their I choice. I agree
2: completely. If it is the choice by the parents, then that is that's That's good to go, green line,
1: right, well, the proud boys are literally showing up at these events and threatening them and terrorizing them and shutting them down.
2: I don't agree with that, yeah. like
1: like you're they're showing up a protest, a voluntary public library event where these people are coming in and doing arts and crafts with children that's There's no hidden agenda there you know if they're trying to show and the parents are bringing in like, look, inclusion, acceptance, different people, and that's what America's supposed to be. Yeah. And they're showing up like, well, we don't like that there are these dudes dressed as girls, so we're going to ruin these events. And that's what they're doing. And they're showing up with their weapons and stuff and getting in trouble because you're not allowed to bring an assault rifle or a gun into a public library because it's supposed to be a safe space. And I get it, the whole safe space thing doesn't work. But if you're going to be representing what you think America is supposed to be, then you should follow the rules that are on the books.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just, they need to stop. And. Desantis is since the organization Proud Boys started in Florida it's going to be closely associated with them. So if the Democratic Party can link those two things together and the anti-gay stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think Desantis wins for that reason.
2: I, I I don't see the Democratic Party doing that. I just I, I just don't. I think I think so many people with going to the gas pumps now. It was a dollar eighty-six, I believe, is a national. Average. Now, I look at everything, uh, living on the West Coast and the East Coast, I look at everything a, l- a little differently. So I have to remember that, but the average that I paid in Tennessee when, when Trump was in office, and I was in Nevada for a year and a half of that administration, it was $1.86 in Tennessee.
1: And if the gas prices stay where they're at, you're right. Here's what I think is going to happen, though. This whole okay. thing with Russia is what's causing the gas prices to rise. It's the way the global economy yeah, but works. But
2: guess who guess who dropped the ball when it came to Russia too though? Nobody. Nobody.
1: No, because Russia if, if did If Trump
2: this. was in office, he would have put he, he now we we could have went to a listen, that's what that's what you deal with when you're the United States of America. At any moment you could go into a conflict. With another country, well, that's just, the, that's just how it works.
1: We're not in conflict with them.
2: No, we 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 could we would have been if Trump was in office, and that would have been a disaster. I yeah, think... but but you eventually have to put your foot down and say, listen, you know, we're not going to. In fact, look at what Biden just did the other day. He tried to he tried to go into nuclear talks with with Iran, and that fell through. That just shows you right there. That there is nothing I mean there is nothing about this administration that you can even come close to putting your your thumbs up about. This administration is worse than the Jimmy Carter administration that basically took out my, my stepdad was one of the one of the last groups of Americans. he was working in Iran and went right before the uh, the Ayatollah took over. And when, when that happened, he put he put the he took out the uh, the shawl and put in the Ayatollah. He he absolutely destroyed, helped destroy the Middle East and restrict freedoms of all people over there and put these cr- crazy nut jobs that's been in there since 1979. And then when Reagan came in, he we got, we got our hostages back and basically told them how it was going to be. This administration is arguably the worst administration in American history.
1: Well, but when it comes specifically to what's going on with Russia and Ukraine right now, the worst thing anything could happen is if America, Germany, anybody got involved in the conflict because then NATO would get involved. And NATO... We don't want a that's wo- our
2: biggest problem, man. We, I don't mean to interrupt. We, you. we
1: don't want a World War III with NATO. What's going on? The fact that they've isolated the conflict to just Ukraine is, is a good thing. Um, and but my point is, I don't care who was in office. The reason Trump invaded or not Trump, Putin invaded Ukraine was going to happen no matter who was in office. And he was going to do it. Because the reason, and Putin's even said this, that he invaded Ukraine because Ukraine was getting too ready to join NATO. So he attacked them before they joined NATO. And that was going to happen in this time frame, in this year, no matter what. So whether Trump had been in office, Biden had been in office, Hillary had been in office, if they brought back George Bush and put him in office, it wouldn't have mattered. Did
2: you just say Hillary in office I, for the love of God? I'd
1: say I'm saying if it'd been any sure. of them. Putin's crazy.
0: Let's maybe pull straws to decide. Michael, we don't own straws. We're not monsters. (laughs) I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first-of-its-kind sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should. Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will-they-won't-they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first-of-its-kind sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. It's about dating and jobs, and there's even a laugh track. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is what Putin was going to do. I would have taken Hunter Biden in office before I would take Hillary Clinton.
1: And if Hunter Biden had been in office, Putin still would have done what he was going to do. That's the point. I mean See,
2: I disagree. I think and and you know what I love too? I love when people go what a fascist country this is. What a fascist blah, blah, blah. I hate this country. Da, da, da. Well, uh, yeah, I don't see a move in. And another thing, then they'll go, we haven't won a war since uh, World War II. Well, let me ask you this. Do you know when NATO started? NATO started shortly after World War II ended. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, the point and of that's NATO... why we haven't won a war since.
1: And, and, and honestly, there hasn't been any major world war since NATO started, which was the whole point of NATO was to stop world wars, and it's what they're trying to do with Russia right now is stop it from turning into a world war. I'm not war. a
2: NATO fan, and you probably are. I am not a NATO fan.
1: I think NATO's gotten too big. It was a good idea, but it went too far. But, which,
2: is, okay. which is which is which so is how if,
1: most things work.
2: If if I go and buy, I always say this, I definitely didn't serve, and this is just uh, a scenario. Uh, you know what would have been. If if I would have went to, let's say Bosnia Herzegovina, and we're going in there to help uh, against, uh, um, what was the dictator? Um,
1: I have no clue. The, the the dictator. Let's just go with that.
2: Yeah, the, the dictator. So the big dick. We go over there, and it, it'll hit me here in a minute. And I'll just spurt. I'll just blurt it out. But uh, we we go over there, and we can't do what it takes. To a great a great example is the movie uh, Behind Enemy Lines. It's a movie, but it's very true. Where you had an American soldier that was lost in the middle of nowhere in, behind enemy lines, and you had people trying to kill him, but we couldn't go get our guy because it would interrupt an entire process of peace over there. And I understand that, but the United States. That's the problem that we have now is the United States is no longer out for the United States. It's now to to make sure that we don't upset the Apple cart. If we you know, if we were part of NATO, we obviously never would have bombed uh Nagasaki and Hiroshima. We never would have dropped that bomb because NATO wouldn't have let us drop that bomb. Right. Well worse mean, NATO existed then, did it? No. No, but what I'm saying is that's what I'm saying. If we would have been part of NATO, they wouldn't have let us drop that bomb. And guess what would have happened? You would have had a Japanese empire that would have tried to do, tried to. I mean, who knows what would have happened if we didn't drop the bomb against Nagasaki and Hiroshima? I mean, that was that was our way of telling them, "You better back off."
1: Well, I I, I, actually, you
2: you went too far.
1: I've studied enough strategy and stuff because. I couldn't serve, but I, I, I love war and I love history. Um, What would happen if we hadn't bombed, bombed Japanese? Very simple. We would have lost more American troops. But just from the war of attrition, we would have eventually destroyed Japan. Japan had no chance. Once Germany, because when we bombed Hiroshima, Germany had already fallen. We would just redirected all the troops to, to Japan. And we, we could have actually lined the entire... Uh, Island and Japan with troops and just marched across the whole thing and slaughtered them all. Uh, so we still would have won. It just would have taken longer.
2: Well, and, But again, you would have lost more lives. You would have lost, lost, lost for every American soldier to have one baby, to have what, three generations? You're looking at, I don't know, 12 to 15 people. So, I mean, you do the math. I hate math. I've, I've made that very clear with being dyslexic. But there's a lo- that's a that's that's a lot a lot of people yeah. that you would have lost uh, lineages of yeah. and and generations, but but the reason know, my-
1: NATO wants Go to ahead. stop though is exactly the reason you said though if we America gets into a war with Russia, right, that is going to be a nuclear war. That's all there is to it. And. As much as I'm, I support Ukraine because I think what's happening in Ukraine is crap, I don't want to get involved in a nuclear war to save a country I'm never going to. I honestly I, feel I, like the way NATO and the USA is handling the Ukraine problem right now is the best solution. We give them weapons so they can fight for themselves. If okay,
2: they w- then what happens though, because now you are... You're uh, how do I put this? You're you're not in the game, but you're you're helping with the game. You're the one supplying the the uh, the balls and the bats and everything. You're saying, "Well, no, we're not we're not part." No, you are part of it. But so we've already chosen that we're going to back Ukraine by by giving them weapons by uh, supplying them with with what they need to defend themselves. So what happens when eventually Russia goes, well, huh, uh, you say you're not part of the game. Well, you're part of the game now. Because so- Russia
1: has accepted that supplying weapons is not being part of the game. They've accepted that for one really important reason. Do you know what Russia really doesn't want? What? They don't want a war with NATO. They want the Ukraine. So as long as they're not fighting any NATO and they're only supplying weapons... Russia's okay with it because they feel like they can still win even supplying weapons.
2: But if we look at the history of dictators, and no, Trump was not a dictator. No. And, and I want to I want to start off with with that. I love how people always go and compare him to a fascist and this and that. Let me tell you something. If you as Ninja and your and your real name, if you went out. And you spoke against the the last presidential regime, and he was actually a regime, a, a, an administration. And you spoke out against him. What do you think would happen in North Korea or Iran? I wouldn't even you would have a platform to, to do it. You would go to a work, you would go to a work camp, or you would more than likely you'd just be executed. Your entire family would probably be executed. What do you think happened with Castro in Cuba? They were executed. Donald Trump never took anybody and took him and sent him to any camps, didn't kill anybody for—didn't restrict anybody's freedom of speech. In fact, he said, hey, I just want to say what I want to say, and I want to go through a platform like Twitter to get around what's going on. But my point of this is that when you deal with a ruthless dictator, like a uh, a Pol Pot, uh, which— arguably next to Hitler, he killed more people in the history. We don't know how many people Pol Pot killed. Um, you have um, Idi Amin uh, from Africa. You have uh, Stalin. Hell, Stalin used to just kill people because they, they looked at him wrong or that, they, that he thought they were gonna advance in power. So these people are not right. And it's it goes all the way back to um, uh, to Nero and Caligula. Um, by the way, I'm really happy with how my brain's working today. Very good stuff. You go all the way back to Nero and Caliglia. You're you're trying to base the way you think on on a normal scale. These people are not normal. These are hungry power people, and they will do whatever it takes. And then eventually. They they will start making moves that that aren't sane at all. Well, Putin
1: invading Ukraine wasn't sane to begin with. But fortunately, at this point in time, Putin's still sane enough to realize what he doesn't want to do. And right now, he believes he can still take the Ukraine even with them supplying weapons, um, and he probably will. So it's just going to take longer than he wanted. Um, so he only wanted the Ukraine. Now, once he has the Ukraine, he might rethink it and go further. But then that's when it does turn into a, a world war. So he has... Accept, right now he's accepted this. as it, This is the norm. This is fine. I'm still going to win. Whatever. Because the truth of the matter is, Russia and Putin, is he's still sane enough and smart enough to count up the numbers, the number of countries that are in NATO, that if he violates a NATO border, that he's screwed. Well,
2: he, how about this? What if... What if Russia decides tomorrow to, to head on over to Oslo, Norway, and take Norway? Um, because they border Norway. Nor- they border Finland, n- Estonia, Latvia.
1: Nor- Norway and Finland, all those are now members of NATO. So if they attack well, those, he, he's attacking. The way the NATO agreement works, if he attacks any of the countries that are members of NATO, then every single country that's involved in NATO has to attack Russia. Okay, so well. that that's what that's what's keeping him in check. That's why the NATO alliance. That part of the, the NATO alliance works. Some of the other stuff they do doesn't work, but it keeps countries like Finland, Germany, America, all these countries that are in NATO safe. Because Russia's like, oh, if I attack Finland, then I got to deal with I think it's like thirty-five other countries attacking me. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps him. That's this thing that keeps this, the insane person in check, because. Then he knows he'll lose.
0: I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will they won't they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Okay. That that's it. That's the one part of NATO that still works. Nobody wants to mess with a NATO country because well, at the very least you attack any NATO country, then you have to deal with America coming in with its massively oversized army and destroying you because if you attack a NATO country, all the stuff you're talking about worried about, we're not allowed to drop nukes and we're not allowed to do this, all that goes out the window. Every country has to attack. Do you think they're going to play nice then? That's why no country, no NATO country, has been attacked since World War II, because it's it literally, it's the biggest dick mentality. NATO is the biggest dick. Nobody wants to mess with the biggest dick.
2: Well, let's let's take a look here real quick. In the in the Russian area, um, if you're Sweden, you better not be sleeping to to. Uh, <laughs> too nice right now if you're serbia uh these are all the countries that are not involved with NATO. Uh,
1: actually i think sweden just joined in the last couple of days they were applying and there were the vote came in and they were going to be accepted
2: applying armenia is not. not um uh austria uh finland now if you're finland you're telling me that Sweden and Finland recently have joined. Yeah, like
1: they're they are in the process right now. They are. It's Finland and Sweden are going to be okay. A I right see down.
2: here at the bottom it says uh, Sweden and Finland are on this list for now. It's only a matter of time before it's accepted. Yeah, you better you better get that accepted. You better get accepted in there pretty quick. Oh, they're but, they're rushing it. It'll be by the end of next week. Okay, rushing it. Hmm. Yeah, they're definitely rushing um, it because they don't want to be caught, Putin. Here's another one for you that ain't Georgia, and I ain't talking about Atlanta either. No, and you know what? This, that, that's a big one right there. Belarus is another one. These are these are countries that are right on the Russian, and, and right in the Russian area. All,
1: all countries that used to be part of the old USSR, and yeah,
2: and that's what he wants to do. He wants to get the old USSR back.
1: But the problem is, and and this is why this could take years and years and years. He's not really winning in Ukraine yet. Like he thought he'd be able to just roll over them. Um, yeah, he's not. Yeah. So he's not going to invade any of these other places until Ukraine is secured. And the way mm-hmm. it's going, he may not even win in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So you're right. There are places he can't invade, but it won't be. It won't be any of those NATO countries. It'll be the Georgias. It'll be those and
2: Georgia and Belarus. I mean, it's right there.
1: Yeah, but. He is a great statistician is, because he's very intelligent, putting smart. smart. Um, he will only do one at a time. And once he has one security, he'll move on to the next. Once he's secured, But there's a chance, if the reports are true, that he won't even be around much longer. He has been suffering from some health issues that they're trying to keep under wraps, and it, he's not doing so well.
2: So, and I... I, I tend not to, honestly, I hate to say this. I tend not to believe very much into what I hear in the media. I'm more of a, I'll, if I see it, I believe it kind of situation, especially the way the media has lied to us. So, you know, if reports are out there, they're out there. I mean, uh, until he's not there and who's to say the person behind him isn't even more crazy and more powerful.
1: And, and that's a possibility Just uh, this plus, uh, I think Putin's really old. I can't remember his exact age. I mean, he's not going to be around. I don't think he'll actually even be around long enough to uh, make it to the end of the the, the thing with Ukraine. And uh, I just think he's 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 going to be done. Now the next person could be even worse. The next person could be better. Yeah. So we won't we won't find out. But I actually I think Putin's between his age and stuff i i don't i don't think putin's healthy um, i've looked at recent pictures of him forget what's in the news he does not look healthy at all okay so m- maybe it's all wrong but i don't think he's going to be around in two or three years and if he is still around two or three years I honestly worry about um and you're gonna think i'm making a joke here but i'm actually being 100 percent serious i get made fun of for this one i think the russian people are going to take out putin him themselves, because their economy is in the toilet because of all the sanctions. And let's just forget about the government sanctions, because the reason we're having the oil crisis is where nobody's buying Russian oil anymore. And that was okay. what the entire Russian economy was built on, was Russian oil. Nobody's buying it. They shut it. They even shut down the pipeline to Germany that was just directly bringing in Russian oil. That hurt their economy. But there was three or four things that happened That I think is going to cause the Russian people to eventually rise up against Putin and finally be tired of him. And they're going to sound ridiculous, but in this day and age, things like this matters. Um, PlayStation canceled all PlayStation accounts in Russia. Oh, wow. You you can't play PlayStation in Russia anymore. They disabled all the units.
2: I want to play PlayStation. Why can I not play?
1: Xbox shut down all Russian gamer tags. You can't even turn your Xbox on and access games that you've already paid for if you're in Russia.
2: I demand... I demand... Uh, I demand... Uh, I demand. <laughs>
1: and then the one that's probably hurt them the most, Pornhub canceled all their Russian servers.
2: Oh my God, there's a joke there. There is a joke there, but...
1: And several other websites and companies shut down in Russia. McDonald's pulled out... Um, Pornhub shut down uh, Pornhub shut down uh, uh, Pornhub shut down Facebook pulled out Like all the stuff The people in Russia did To distract themselves From Putin being an a-hole All are gone
2: Hey they canceled abortion So the fathers uh, Haven't pulled out Yeah right
1: (laughs) So The Russian people Are suffering For some stuff They honestly They don't care about the Ukraine This is a Putin thing They don't care. Their soldiers are dying Mm -hmm. a lot for a dude they don't even like, right? I mean, Putin really didn't get elected, you know. So I honestly feel like before this thing is over, you're going to see Putin get overthrown by the Russian people because of the way they're suffering because of his bad decisions. Because honestly, the minute they pull out of the Ukraine, because if they lose, they're going to pull out all these countries are be like, please give us your oil back. We'll list all the sanctions. This is all you had to do. We don't care about what you do in your country to stop invading other people. Please give us back the oil. And if that happens, which goes back all the way to my earlier point that I didn't get to, um, if in the next two years, before the next election comes up, if the oil prices drop and gas goes back to normal, the Democrats have a chance. And that's their only chance. Because if they do that, the inflation is going to go down. Everything's gonna everything's going to get better almost instantly. And then they're going to be able to make the election about the things that they want to make it about. And that's why they'll have a chance at winning. But it won't be Biden and it won't be Kamala Harris. It's going to be somebody we don't even know who's going to come up the the way Obama did. Nobody really heard about Obama until he ran for president.
2: I mean, who's that going to be? Is that going to be AOC or something?
1: No, it's going to be somebody you didn't even think about. Just like before Obama ran for president, had you heard about him? No, no, it's going to be somebody else. They're going to bring in a new face that doesn't have all that stink attached to them. It's gonna be somebody who's not involved in Biden. That way they can wash away those four years. And that's how they're going to do it. Um, Will it work? Depends. These events would have to happen in order for that to work. And if if that doesn't happen in Russia and the gas prices are still high and Russia's still in Ukraine and all this stuff's still happening, our economy's still not going to have recovered and the Republicans will win it in a walk. Like I said, they could run a bowl of soup and the soup would win. And the the, the spoon could be the vice president. So I think that's yeah. really what it's going to come down to. Uh,
2: hey, yeah. I, um, I, man, I need to run. Okay. It was uh, awesome talking with you, uh, dude. And uh, I can do this I for think hours. We've, I think we definitely came to the middle of the road to some degree on this one. I do. We 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 agree a lot because
1: we both agree that Obama did a good job on some things, and Trump did a good job on some things. I, I
2: agree. I agree with that. And we both have problems with NATO. So right. I appreciate. I appreciate you, man. All
1: right, man. You have a wonderful day.
2: And you everybody, too, brother. Happy, happy Fourth.
1: Happy Fourth, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Go USA.
2: Yes, sir.
1: Bye-bye. bye Bye. Bye. That's right. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. And I hope you enjoy all the shows on the Ninja Podcast Network. Please check out our other shows. Ask the Angry Ninja Show. Angry Ninja Presents Not a Kid's Game, our D&D podcast. Chris Allen's Audio Stories, where I read some short stories to you that I wrote. Uh, Ninja and Moonshine, Middle of the Road Podcast. Guy from the left, guy from the right coming together and trying to meet in the middle. Doesn't always work out like that. The Ninja News and Politics Show. Outrageous Stories with the Angry Ninja and the Occasional Special Guest, and Sports Talk with Ninja and JMO. Those are the shows. If you want to reach out and contact me or anybody on any of the shows, you can reach me, and I'll pass on the message at cman2342 on Twitter or an email, asktheangryninja at gmail.com, or just get on Facebook and search for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show, and we'll reach out and talk to you. We love questions. We'll answer your questions, any topics you want to cover, or hey, if you want to mail me a prize. I like prizes. Hope you guys enjoyed the show, and have a wonderful night.